Good evening and welcome to this week's Trad and Folk show on, on Ross FM. And so uh, just before we go through to our guests, we have three fine, I was going to say young men, but that might be kind of pushing it a bit. But um, um, this evening, I have three fine gentlemen in studio this afternoon, or this evening, I should say, and um, namely Tom Coakley, Michael Banahan and Ash O'Rourke. So I'm going to just start with Ash, because um, Ash, you can tell, tell us a little bit ab- about yourself. Bit about myself. Uh, yeah. Started playing Who music. Was at, uh, <laughs> started playing music at thirteen. I was a bass player. Okay. Um, toured around working as a technician for a rhythm and blues band, and uh, got into traditional about thirteen years ago, playing with an Irish pickups band in Brighton in England, and yeah, just fell in love with the music and moved over here. And here we, here we okay. are. Okay. So, so are you long in Roscommon? No, I've been in Roscommon since March. Oh, that's yeah. very So I'm very recent. new to the area. Yeah. Just just blown in. And how have you found it? Yes, grand. Yeah. yeah. And are you involved in music here, or hope to be? Yeah, I play a bit with the local cultist group and around the place, wherever I can find some. Yeah. And have the time. Yeah, so you probably know, actually, one of our other guests here, Tom. You've probably bumped well, into yeah. Tom in the Kyoto session. We've bumped into each other, yeah. Tom, Tom probably knows every musician in town now at this stage, I'd say, Tom, do you? <laughs> so you say you start on bass, Ash. Aye. Yeah. And um, how did you? What kind of bands were you listening to? We'll say before you got into the trad. Before trad, so pre-trad would have been. Uh, I played in a big ska band, like a big thirteen-piece playing ska and reggae, and we did uh, did all the touring and the festival circuit and all that sort of stuff. And after those guys, I was working as a session musician for an Americana band. So it was double bass five-string banjo, acoustic guitar, and a drum kit. Okay, so yeah. it's very different to what you're, what you're playing now, I suppose, very really. Yeah, it's very and different. what attracted you to Irish music? What, how, what made you change? Well, I, I don't really <laughs> know. Like, I was playing in this in this pickups band, and they were doing all the ballads, Pogue songs, and they used to play two sets of tunes, and there was something about the tunes that just really connected with me. I really felt drawn to them. So I stopped playing bass, bought a mandolin, and uh, just kind of found my way from there. And what kind of Irish bands do you listen to now or what kind of musicians would influence you or do you like to listen to? Uh, Brian McNamara for the piping. Um, probably Seamus Ennis still. Uh, he's very good. Jeez, who else do I listen to? Um, they're the Full Set, which is a group down in Tipperary, I think. They're, I, I like their playing quite a lot. Jeez, um, just odd bits. Odd so Seamus really. Ennis would have been an influence on your piping? Definitely. That's, that's who got me into the pipes originally. So I was looking, I was playing tenor banjo and I wanted an instrument that I could accompany myself because I'd been years relying on other people to play like music because being a bass player you have to have the drummer and the singer. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to be able to just do it myself and move at my own speed. So yeah. it was button accordion or the pipes and I saw Seamus Ennis play and... That was it. Go. That was it. Okay. Yeah. And you've brought brought both into studio. You have the, a set of pipes strapped up to you there, mm-hmm. and you also have a tenor banjo with you. I do. Yeah. So would you like to give us a tune on the pipes, maybe? Give you a blast on the pipes, yeah, sure. Yeah, great. And where did you get those pipes, or who made them? Okay, so the pipes are made by David Williams, who was uh, making pipes up in the north uh, until the mid-90s, and I bought them off of Leonard Barry, who's a piper up in Sligo. And he found them, I think it was a widow had them, her uh, late husband passed away. They didn't have any reeds in them, and it was a bit of a risk, but Dave Williams, very famous for pipe making, so I bought them, sent them to a fellow in Dublin during the pandemic and got them back reeded, and yeah, just been playing them in ever since. Okay, and yeah. what are you going to play for us? I think I'll start with an air. Uh, it's called okay. Travelling Across the Blarney. 
It's okay. a, I think it's a very old tune. I heard people say it's late 1700s. There are some words in Gaelic for it as well. I don't know them, but um. And where did you source this tune? Where did this? It comes from the playing of Brian McNamara. Okay. Yeah. Lovely. It's lovely, lovely, lovely tone of um, of those pipes. Mm, you know, yeah, <clears throat> yeah. yeah they're, they're very nicely. Uh, they're well in tune. They were able to to go. Just a, an issue with the the heat. They don't yeah, like, they don't like change in temperature. Yeah, and it's quite warm in the studio here. It's warm in the studio. And my house is freezing, so yeah, I <laughs> don't know what to do. Yeah, okay. <laughs> and um, are you going to play us another tune on the pipes, or do you want to change the banjo? Which would you I could, what would you like? Well, you used to have the pipes still on you, so yeah, so you might as well play another one. Go on then. Yeah. So this is um, 
It's called the Humours of Glynn. It's a piece rather than rather than a standard uh, kind of tune. So again, it's, it comes from Brian McNamara for his album um, The Fort of Jewels. Um, I don't know where it's from. I don't know much of the history of it, but it's a lovely tune. Yeah. Okay. We'll see how it goes. lovely it's a very unusual tune yeah it is a it's a bit of an odd one even the yeah. way the pieces are put together like two two parts in the first half and then the second half is split into two sections yeah like it's yeah it's very odd yeah and um I, in the studio here i have ash o'rourke who's going to play a few tunes or a tune on the banjo so ash you can take it away there good stuff so um uh, just a straight set of double jigs the first one i know it is brit harper's but it's i've recently found out within the last couple of days it's got another name and it wasn't even written by brit harper so i can't remember it though it's, it's very new the second one is called the elusive magpie and that's from the playing of charlie piggott so <laughs> 
That was lovely, Ash. And um, just before you go, because I know you have to go, but um, tell us about the music school you're setting up. Yes, so uh, as myself and some of the members of the local cultist branch are looking to start a music school. Uh, basically, it's focusing on traditional music. It'll be one-to-one lessons. And the main aim is to build a community around the school that children or young people and adults can can have uh, some some place to, to play. Okay. So doing end-of-year concerts and actually having something more than just teaching music, but building yeah. up a community. Yeah, and where would that be happening? Is it in Roscommon Town? It'll be in Roscommon Town, yeah. We're, is we're there a venue make, yet? We're going to make an announcement within the next couple okay. of weeks, probably on the Cultus uh, Facebook or website. Lovely. Okay, well, thanks a million for coming in and talking to us, Ash, and lovely music. And Thank the best you. of luck with the music school. Great. Thanks okay. very much. Thanks Thank for you. Us. Oh, my name is Mikey Carty And I'm a travelling man Tis many's the road I travel With my horse and caravan And my father was a tinsmith The trade he passed to me And it helped us make a living On the roads around Lockery my father owned a fiddle and it was his pride and joy He taught me a tune or two when I was just a boy He told me to keep playing it would be a friend to me And it would help me make a living on the roads around one evening I was travelling from Ballymann town And I met with Peter Carberry, that paper of renown He taught me drowsy Maggie and the birds upon the trees And I played them tunes a thousand times on the roads around the Lockery it was at the fair in Lensburg where I first met Maggie Ward. We were married three weeks later and for that I thank the Lord. And we raised a healthy family and they were number ten and three. It was a struggle that we managed on the roads around Pleasant as in summertime to visit Lassen Town. Take a look across the lake just as the sun goes down. You can hear the cuckoos cuckooing and the birds sing merrily. It's the nearest place to heaven on the roads around Rockery. And even an crockery are always on my mind And I miss the evenings fishing down in the river Hine I'm settled now near Coosin, they say it's best for me I've become redundant on the roads around Lockery Oh, now we've heard the story of this poor old traveling man Who's to 
struggled for a living with his horse and carapot. He's as honest as the days are long, and I'm sure you will agree. That his likes we'll never see again on the roads around Macquarie. He's as honest as the days are long, and I'm sure you will agree. Likes we'll never see again on the roads around Macquarie. Well, you're tuned to the Trident Folk Show on Ross FM, and there were two of my guests performing a beautiful song. And Michael Banahan and Tom Coakley were the, the performers there. And Michael, you might tell me a bit about that song. Yeah, it's a new song. It's only, uh, it's only uh, um, in the making. I recorded it about uh, uh, maybe a month or six weeks ago on a new album uh, that's coming out probably early in the new year, I'd say. It's a live album I did with two friends of mine that are sitting right in the room here. <laughs> so, <laughs> But their song was written by... Uh, the, the lyrics uh, were written by a, a local Shanachie here from um, Roscommon. Uh, originally, I think, from County Kerry, Vincent uh, Vincent Pierce, uh, and Vincent uh, brought this song to me some time ago and uh, asked me would I put a melody to it, and and that's it. Yeah, that's what turned out. I love the words. I like the story. I'm a big story song person, so yeah, I really like that, and I like singing it now these days. Very so. good. Yes, it's a great song. And um, and it brings characters in and brings all the areas around, around this, this yeah. area. Yeah. And um, now, Michael and Tom, you're both performing a long time in Roscommon. And yes. I know you a long time, but I don't know how you met. Uh, it just occurred to me today, I said, I know Tom is originally from Castlebar, mm-hmm. but... Um, no. You're not oh, originally from Castle. Claire Morris. Claire Morris. Oh, sorry. I, I stand corrected. Mistake. Yes, <laughs> the first mistake of the... At least you got the yeah, compliment. Yeah, Claire Morris. And, I, and now that you've said it, I know that. I don't know why I said Castle Bar. I associate, I associate yeah. you with Castle Bar now. But um, how did you meet her? How did we meet her? How did Tom? the love story um, begin? Well, I can remember... <laughs> a long time ago. The first time we played together would have been in John Dorley's pub. That's right, yeah. yeah. And yourself and Brendan... That's right, myself and Brendan, Brendan, Emmett. Brendan Emmett were doing a we're, session there. We were doing a session there, and yeah. we were in there one night, and I think you asked, asked me to join you, and I That's did, right. and yeah. that went on for a good while. That went on for uh, a long time, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it was great, I remember that. I remember those winters in particular. Yeah, uh, yeah, I remember them myself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you yeah. used to come in as well, yeah. Trace. Yeah. So it was great, old crack, and... Uh, uh, there's something nice about the about those sessions and something like regular to look forward to. It was yeah. a, it was a, it was a kind of a nice thing, you know. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think everybody used to enjoy coming into them, coming into them as well, you know. Yeah. We used to do all kinds of stuff, yeah. you know. Well, per- maybe you'll do a song that you used to do in there as well. Yeah. Sure uh, well, I, you know, I, I'm a kind of a fan of all sorts of music, but like story songs uh, are, are, are a big thing for me. Uh, and I always love John Prine's music and his singing and his, oh, yeah. uh, his kind of way with words, I suppose. Uh, I'll do this one for you. It's a, it's, a, uh, it's a song called A Town This Size, and it could be about any town, Roscommon, oh, or it could be any place. Will you join us? You will. Even better. We'll wait until uh, you get kind of strapped in there. Yeah, you can be strapped in there. <laughs> in a town this size, there is no place to hide. Everywhere you go, 
you meet someone you know You can't steal a kiss In a place like this How the rumors do fly In a town this size In a smoky bar In the backseat of your car In your own little house Someone's sure to find out What you do What you eat and what you drink And if you smoke a cigarette They'll be talking about your breath In a town this size There is no place to hide Everywhere you go You meet someone you know You can't steal a kiss In a place like this How the rumors do fly In a town Song too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a funny song, and it's, uh, it's yeah, it's a, uh, it's a. Uh, I like the ones with a little bit of humour in them sometimes. Yeah, a little bit, yeah, of, little bit of fun. A, yeah, and, uh, can re- you can relate to that one. It, <laughs> it could be, be any town. It could be any town for sure. Yeah, there's no doubt about that. And um, so, so musically at the moment, that's you're doing that with the the CD. Yeah, Michael. Yeah, it's kind of a live album. I didn't want to approach this album with the. I just wanted to. I just wanted to do it like we're doing it now. You know, just yeah. sitting around playing and. I'd made so many albums. I made three albums or four albums, my, my my own solo albums. And then, you know, with Rig the Jig, we did a lot of albums, maybe five, I think, in total. So, and that process of recording an album in the studio is lovely and I like it. And uh, But I just didn't want to do it, this album like that. Mm-hmm. I wanted to just 
do something and, and kind of capture that energy in the space, yeah. if you know what I mean, yeah. rather than going into a studio. Yeah, you get everything technically right when you're in a studio and it's perfect, but sometimes it just uh, it's the energy, I guess, mm. of the music playing with each other is what kind of appeals to me these days more so, you know. I just want to bring you back in time now, um, just to kind of deviate from that, just to kind of when you're starting off in music, both of you, what were the first kind of recordings you bought? Or can you remember the first I remember, LP you bought? I remember or the tape? Very, I remember the very first album I bought. Yeah. It was Bob Dylan's second album, The Free Wheel and Bob Dylan. And I remember where I bought it. Where? In <laughs> Kilkelly's in Castle Bar. Very good. They had a record section. It was kind of a mixture of hardware and homewares and that kind of thing. It was a great old shop. Mm. And there was a guy called Joe MacDonald in there and he was an older man, but he was really into music. And, he, you know, he'd encourage you to come in and browse to the records. And at that stage, I think practically every week I'd buy a new album. But they were yeah. cheap then. Yeah. You so you had a good collection now, have you? You still got, well, got all I of have, those? I have some of those, yeah. And um, I had an awful lot, loads of records that I bought over the years. I kind of sold or gave away or whatever, you know. And some of them I regret now because... They're ones that I've ended yeah. up, or, or I ended up subsequently either buying on vinyl or on CD. Yeah. And what then, then fast forward, what is the most recent um, recording that you've bought in whatever format that has really impressed you? Oh, that's a difficult one now. I'd say I, I kind of started buying a few jazz records of late, you know, but mostly stuff that would have been recorded in the late 50s, early 60s, that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, people like Miles Davis and John Coltrane. Yeah. You know, but that's very different. It's just not very trad, Tom. Now. No, <laughs> but, but uh, a lot of uh, you'd be surprised at the traditional musicians who were into jazz. You know, some mm. of the older guys were into jazz because it was kind of a, a pure form of music. You know, mm. without any of the who had that goes along with the kind of rock thing. You know, even though I was big into rock music in, in say the seventies and eighties and that. You mm. know. Mm. And a lot of the records I bought were rock records, yeah. a lot of which I sold or gave away or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. You know. And what about you, Michael? What was the first... Can you remember the first recording you bought? I can remember the first recording I listened to because we didn't have... Uh, 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 I was... Uh, I was uh, born and reared in Kiltiven, I suppose. We had a, we had a, we had a, we lived in a little cottage out there with my parents and my, my, my siblings, and uh, we didn't actually have any r- 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 um, thing to play anything on in mm. the house except the radio. Um, but there was a man who used to come out to the house to bring my mum and dad to the to the singing pub, and he used to leave the car there. At now, the where's the singing pub? Clarify that. The, sing- the, the singing pub, pub was a great thing that time. So my granny and granddad used to go to the singing pub, and my mum and dad, and then this man Tom Martin. He used and to. Where was the singing pub? The singing pub could be, you know, uh, Con Morden's maybe, uh, which was only out in Format House there, I think, or uh, could be Rakish Paddies in Lisnacusha. Oh, it wasn't a particular. Could be Glen Castle Lounge. It could be anywhere. It's just a type oh, yeah, of pub room. rather well, than it, yeah. Oh, it, it was a kind of a thing, and they used to go around seven o'clock in the evening. It would kind of kick off around date and you know they'd be back home maybe at one o'clock in the morning or, or thereabouts <laughs> but, <laughs> but my grand there was only in, a, in our village there was only two cars and there were two Anglia cars and they were both white except one had a, had a blue roof oh and, uh, my, very Tom, distinguished so Tom Martin's car had a, uh, Anglia had a blue roof and uh, <laughs> but it also had this weird uh, um, um, music device in it that I had never seen before and it was like a four track 
thing. So it was like a video, you know, one of those. Jeez, that was really modern. It was an eight-track eight machine. It was an eight-track like, yeah. machine. Yeah. Sorry, I had one of those ones myself. Yes, and he had yeah. the whole car was full of these things everywhere. Yeah, they yeah. were under the seat and they were thrown yeah. all over the place. And so I used to sit in this. He gave me the key of it. Obviously, I was warned not to start it or anything. <laughs> but he used to let me sit in it when they'd be gone, and I used to listen to this this music, you know, that was that was in it, which was kind of all new to me, you know. Uh, different and, ones, and Hank Williams and oh, maybe right. old country stuff. Did he ever come home to a flat battery? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> uh, I actually think it used to work without any any ignition or anything being on. It was one yeah, of those, yeah, uh, yeah. whatever whatever way it was at the time. But yeah, um, uh, yeah I used to love that. Yeah. And that was my... But but then I suppose when I started buying music myself and, 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 and stuff, I'd be listening to a lot of the folk music that was going on in Ireland at the time, like Planksty and... Uh, um, Scullion and, and, and Stockton's Wing and, you know, Mary Black and, you yeah. know, Sean Keane and and uh, um, um, Dolores Keane. I was a huge fan of Dolores Keane when she came out first. It was, uh, you know, when I, uh, you know, listening to her singing was just amazing, you know. Yeah. And there was a woman in, in uh, um, um, Patsy Hanley's wife, Pauline, got to go to her. She was just a wonderful singer and she encouraged me quite a bit to, 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 to sing and... Uh, and uh, so, yeah, I've been singing from a, from a young age, mostly like at school and Oaks and various different mm. things like that, you know. Another man called T.S. O'Dolan used to come out to the school in Kiltiven and bring me off. I used to love to see him coming across the style. He was a big, he was a tall man and I knew he'd be coming for me, you know, <laughs> to bring me to a score and Oak. Anything but be yeah. in school. Yeah. I was happy <laughs> to go with him, yeah. you know. And what types of songs in Tivit of Scorn and Oak and that? What, what songs? Do you remember any songs? Well, it's funny, I, I, like I could do any, I, I can remember out in the Hyde, they used to have them out in the Hyde. Uh, I think the Hyde was built in 1972. In actual fact, I think the date is on the floor, on the tiles mm. on the way in. I think mm. it was 72. Mm. So I would have been about 10 then, and that building was pretty new at the time, you know. Um, so, um, uh, um, like Spansel Hill, I, I, I could mm. sing that unaccompanied. You know, they didn't mm. have to be old, old songs, yeah, do you know yeah. what I mean? Just or, or, um, So ballads, really. Ballads, well. yeah, yeah. I used to sing ballads unaccompanied. Yeah. So it was years later when I, when I started to play guitar that it was able, e- easy enough to make that transition yeah. because those, you know, I'd be a simple enough guitar player, so three or four chords would do grand. You yeah. know? <laughs> Still yeah. do me grand. Yeah. <laughs> do you, know? you do an old three-chord trick now, so yeah. I'll, I'll do another song. I will. <laughs> I will. I'll do a... I'll, do a, I'll actually do a song. A few year, good few years ago, we were making an album with Rig the Jig, and I was sitting at home having the supper with my parents one evening, and uh, I was saying to my mum and dad that I was looking for songs for a, for a record that we were making, and my mother said, I have a song, she says, for you. And I says, well... What kind of a song is this? So she went up in the room and she came back down in a bag, seemingly up in a room in an old handbag. She had this song. Uh, um, she had this song uh, on three pages of paper. So there was three pages of paper and so all the words were written in blue marker. And I, and I read it and I loved the words. And I said, where did you get this? And she said, uh, your grandfather wrote that, her dad. Uh, his name was Christopher Riley. He was Kit Riley from originally from uh, Kilbegan, but came down to work on the bogs in Lansborough back in the day, you know. And he was a lovely accordion player. Uh, so she gave me this and, and I put the melody to it. Obviously, when he passed, um, the melody went away with him. So so I put the melody to it. So I suppose that this is the song I wrote with my granddad, mm. basically. Yeah. So I'll, 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 I'll try and play it. It's still kind of a local feel to it as well. Yeah. <clears throat> he loved Lockerie and he loved Sleeve Bond. He loved where he lived, you know. My, 
my home by Loch I left my old home in a far foreign country and exiled to Rome. But my thoughts are forever away o'er the sea to my home in old Ireland by the shores of Lalachri. Well, I remember when I said goodbye The words of my mother as the tears dimmed her eyes She said, God will protect you wherever you'll be And he'll bring you back safely home by Loch and true I have prospered and of luck I've had my share and fortune smiled on me as I roamed here and there oh, but Ireland keeps calling and beckoning to me to come back to my home by the shores of Loch I've seen the great sights of this wonderful land The slopes of the Rockies and the great Rio Grande Wyoming, Kentucky and old Tennessee But I give it all up now for my home by Loch And true, and soon I'll be back Where I first saw the dawn The green fields and meadows On the slopes of Sleevon And listen again to the hum of the bees and the song of the birds around my home by Loch and listen again to the hum of the bees and the song of the birds around my home by Loch
beautiful, beautiful song, beautiful singing and beautiful compliments. It's lovely. Thank you. In, in total. I'm just going to ask Tom, what are you playing, Tom, for our listeners? Well, that's a controversial subject. Uh, some people <laughs> would call it a bazooki. That's why I didn't want to name it. Others would call it an octave mandolin. It's actually, as I tune it, it's an octave mandolin, really. It's tuned exactly an octave below a mandolin. Most okay. bazooki players would tune their instruments GDAD mm-hmm. from the bottom up. That this is tuned GDA, same as a mandolin or a fiddle. Yeah. Except it's an octave lower. Very good. I was just so used to playing the mandolin that I, I, I tried GDAD and I just couldn't make a fist of it at all. Okay. So I gave up eventually. It, it also limits you in some ways. Now there are some things that sound great in the GDAD tuning, mm. but others don't, you know. Because you've you've a selection of stringed instruments. I know you're a big fan of stringed instruments. You have yeah, several, have haven't you? You have, yeah, yeah. you have mandolins and have you have guitars, a few guitars, I suppose. I have a few guitars and I have a dobro as well. Yes, you have the dobro. Almost never, these days, never comes out of the case. Well, you'd have to take it out soon. But it's oh. beautiful when it does. Oh, it's oh, beautiful, yeah, beautiful, beautiful sound. Yeah. And where did you get the dobro? How did you get interest in the dobro? Well, I originally bought, I bought a new one, a cheap one. Um, which would have been made by Epiphone well, because they, well, Gibson owned the Dobro brand for years mm-hmm. and um, I, it, was, it was grand and I, I eventually, I saw this, this this other one advertised as an American made instrument made by Gibson in America because mm-hmm. the Epiphone one would have been made in China mm-hmm. but that didn't mean it was better made because actually, as I discovered when I had it for a while it, it was... The uh, the Chinese-made instrument was better put together, you know. Yeah. Um, but um, so, did you just get it in a regular shop, or did you import it in? Or oh, I, I, well, the, the first one I bought in Walton's in Dublin, yeah. and then the second one I bought at a chap in in Westport, a German guy whose name escapes me at the moment. Okay. Very and, good. Uh, he thought he had done a great job on upgrading this instrument, but I had to undo. <laughs> A certain amount of what he had done okay. to it because he, he had destroyed it really, you know. Well, we have a, a classic yeah. instrument in with you today, anyway, or, yeah. t- or tonight. This, this, this instrument actually that I'm playing is ma- made in Mayo All right. by a okay. guy called Brian Lofthouse, who's a wonderful All instrument right. maker. Yeah. Okay. He's in a yeah, it's a lovely sound off it, yeah. In near Turla, near Castle right. Barrett, okay. in a village called no. Park. Oh, yeah, I know it. Fine yeah. instrument maker. Okay, so we're coming to kind of to the, to the end of our programme, so we might have one more song, maybe. Okay, do you, um, want, a kind of a, do you want a funny one, or do you want a well, Whatever, one your selection. Do you want to play the banjo with us? Uh, on uh, the outro? Or yeah, hour? what is it? Do you want to do, uh, <laughs> do, you want to do uh, yeah, I was going to do a different one there, but will, will we do Keep Your Heart Young and sort of, do you want to finish with that, or...? Yeah, maybe that's me. It's a good kind of motto to have. Positive tone. Yeah, positive tone. Okay. Now, I might sound a bit funny out through this microphone, but anyway. And this is kind of a, yeah, I suppose this is modern enough song. It's not, it's funny. And I got this from the singing of Brandy Carlyle, who's a very famous American folk, Americana country singer. And she just uh, shot to fame in the last while. And I got, I got listened to her music right at the beginning of her career when she started started playing. And this is I, I do a couple of her songs, and uh, but this one just again reminded me could be could be from anywhere. You know, it's a it's a nice uh, humorous song if you like. It's called Keep Your Heart Young. So and uh, we'll uh, we'll uh, we'll uh, and this is on the record as well. I think. 
My granddaddy gave me a wheat penny and I kept it in my pocket. I had big plans in my backyard to build me a space rocket. Well, I talked with my brother on a fake CB that I made from a tic-tac box. And I packed my snowballs nice and tight and in the middle of the rocks. Oh, don't tread in here a tic-tac box for a ball at the end of the chain. Don't go spending grandpa's pennies buying into the game. You gotta keep your heart young. Oh, don't go growing old before your time has come. You can't take back what you have done. You gotta keep your heart young. He took the wheels off of my bike And he pushed me down the hill Ah, but speed got the best of me And I took my first spill That was back when alcohol Was only used on cuts Oh, it stang like hell So I jumped my leg And Mama said it'd give me guts Oh, don't trade in here a tic-tac box For the ball at the end of the chain Don't go spending grandpa's pennies Buying into the game You gotta keep Your heart young Don't go growing old Before your time has come You can't take back What you have done You gotta keep Your heart young of the one you love put it in a locket go dig up that time capsule and the blueprint for your rocket stay in touch on that fake CB the same old tic-tac box and pack your snowballs a little less tight but in the middle still the rocks oh don't trade in here a tic-tac box for a ball at the end of the chain don't go spending grandpa's pennies buying into the game You gotta keep your heart young Oh, don't go growing old Before your time has come You can't take back what you have done You gotta keep your heart young You can't take back what you have done that's it folks that's the end thanks a million to, to Tom and Michael and Ash for coming into studio talk to you all next week we'll leave it with that <laughs>